educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard to the Monday edition. Uh, we're so glad to uh, that you chose to take us along for the ride home or whatever you're doing here on Monday afternoon. And uh, uh, we appreciate it very much. Uh, and if you ever miss... Any of the live version, you can always uh, tune in to your favorite podcast platform anytime you like uh, to catch up with us. Uh, or just go to KLIN.com uh, and scroll down on the Dan Parsons page and you can find us uh, You can find us there, the latest episode. Well, my goodness, uh, how was your weekend, everybody? A uh, quarter of a million people, at least, uh, uh, we're here at the air show uh, from all over the place, and and that and and we didn't even uh, we didn't even mention uh, the gravel world. Uh, there were several thousand people in town for that uh, event on gravel roads. Man, I wonder. I didn't talk to anybody. You know, I'm a cyclist, but I didn't talk to anybody that uh, that rode that. But uh, it might have been a little soupy with the rain that we had the night uh, the night before. But anyway, my goodness, what a great weekend uh, for Lincoln America. And, uh, and of course, this is football week. We finally get to start the Matt Rule era here at, uh, at the University of Nebraska football team. So, which, by the way, because we have football on a Thursday, uh, evening, there will be no Dan Parsons show on Thursday. So we'll miss you, but, uh, I imagine everyone will, uh, be fine without having Dan Parsons show because you get to have, uh, some great football. So, uh, what else did I do? What else caught my attention? Well, so I had, uh, Friday off, uh, because of the, f- uh, the volleyball game. And, uh, uh, boy, those lady Huskers are tearing it up already. Uh, uh, the volleyball team's off to a great start undefeated. So congratulations, ladies. Keep it up. Uh, so yeah, so I kind of, uh, I enjoyed the, the latest uh, episode of the Trump show uh, is what I was doing. You know, if you haven't if you haven't caught the latest edition of the Trump Show, they got some new characters in this episode uh, that maybe you haven't caught before. And uh, so, anyway, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll keep we'll continue to keep you posted on uh, former President Trump and his uh, uh, legal troubles. Uh, uh, we partner with uh, Dean Richard Moberly from UNL college of law and so we'll we'll have dean moberly on uh, next time there's some exciting more updates uh, on the trump trials but uh, before we get too much further into the weeds say hello to mr johnny cadillac producer extraordinaire i feel like it's uh it's been a little while now since i've been here at least for this show um dan i will also say one one event that you uh, did not mention that I did on Saturday is I went to the Brews at the Zoo event. Oh, yeah. Uh, successful. It sold out. Um, I was too late in getting my ticket. Luckily, I had a friend who looked out, and it was it was a good time. But we're here, and I feel like it's been forever since I've said, but I'm ready to have a damn good time today. It has been a while, and, you know, uh, we had some serious topics that we were talking about on Thursday, and we didn't have a show on Friday, so I don't know that, you know, we've, Hopefully we aren't jinxed because you hadn't uh, said the catchphrase. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, here we are. We're so glad you could take us along for your ride home on a Monday afternoon. And uh, a little change to the programming here today. Uh, it is Flatwater Free Press, as we do each and every Monday. Uh, but Mr. Matthew Hansen, the editor of Flatwater Free Press, is taking the day off. Uh, but we have a pretty decent substitute. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm uh, I'm thrilled to uh, introduce uh, on the phone for the very first time on the Dan Parsons Show, Mr. Matt Wynn, uh, the other Matt at Flatwater Free Press. Uh, Matt Wynn is the executive director at Nebraska Journalism Trust, and I love this, Matt. You you described yourself uh, on your uh, ex, uh, formerly known as Twitter handle uh, behind the curtain at Flatwater Free Press in Silicon Prairie. So anyway, Matt Wynn, welcome to your inaugural Dan Parsons show appearance. Wow, I'm ready to have a damn good time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> there you go. See, Johnny, we got our guest. He, he'll be invited back now. So yeah, Sounds good to me. Uh, oh, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, we're Producer th- approved. Yeah, yeah. And we're thinking about uh, we're thinking about t-shirts. We got to get our friends at Raygun to get us a t-shirt. Uh, Absolutely, or, the best t-shirt game in town. Oh my goodness, they're so good. Um yeah, I wonder Anyway, I won't. I won't tell you some of the. Th- well, I think I tweeted it out. So anyway, uh, also, uh, if you've not tuned in uh, to the after-hour conversations on the Dan Parsons Show, uh, we welcome that on our Twitter, on our X page, formerly known as Twitter, and the Facebook page. So you can always. Uh, keep the conversation going. But Matt, uh, we've known each other for a while. You, you did a stint uh, on a podcast that uh, I started and and then had to put it on vacation because I got this gig. But uh, uh, anyway, I appreciate yeah, you. Shame. I appreciate Yeah, <laughs> w- w- we'll get back to that. So Matt and I uh, collaborated on a podcast that I started uh, called It's a Disaster. And we talk about public relations disasters uh, that have been reported in the news. So we'll get we'll get back to that, Matt. If you're game for that. Well, hey, if you keep failing up like this, I'm you know I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, there's there's a number of things I, I want to chat with you about. But before I go any further, I'll remind our listeners uh, you can always catch up on the latest news from Flatwater Free Press by going to their website, Flatwater Free Press. Dot org, and you can get Matthew's uh, weekly newsletter, which is always uh, entertaining and informing, and and uh, and find out what's going on in Flatwater Free Press. So we encourage you to do that. Uh, but Matt, maybe maybe for our listeners who are not uh, that familiar, obviously not with you because this is your first uh, time on the show. But uh, talk a little bit about what um, the um, what your role is at uh, at the trust. Yeah, sure. So, first of all, thanks for having me. I can't believe this is the first time we've been down this path. <laughs> um, I won't screw it up, and then we can do it again. Right? There you go. There um, you go. So, yeah, the Nebraska Journalism Trust is the umbrella organization. It's the company that runs uh, Flatwater Free Press. It runs Silicon Prairie News. We are a nonprofit uh, organization, so all of our um, financing generally comes through philanthropy. It comes through donations from people, from foundations, from companies. Um, they're all tax deductible, all that sort of stuff. And my job is really to make sure that all that back office stuff, all the IRS paperwork, all those things happen. Um, so as I said, we do Flatwater Free Press and that is, you know, that's my baby. I'm a journalist. Yeah. I'm an investigative journalist. Flatwater is really what I thought needed to happen. Uh, the, the most pressing need for Nebraska's news ecosystem. Absolutely. Um, in January, we, we you know, the vision has always been with the Nebraska Journalism Trust that we will grow to fill whatever news needs that arise here in Nebraska. Because I think they're just going to keep coming, and I think this model can be really versatile in addressing them. So in January, we acquired Silicon Prairie News, which has historically been a um, startup tech entrepreneurship um, 
title that dealt with that sort of thing. It's been around for 10, 12 years. The AIM Institute had run it for a while, and they saw fit to give it to us. They thought, we're in this content space. We have a vision for what it can be. Um, we hired Stephanie Mange, who is just brilliant and mm-hmm. lovely. Yes. And she has done wonders with that in a short period. We're actually getting ready to hire some additional staff under Silicon Prairie News, which is going to be more. Um, and this is our first uh, venture, our first new thing that we're tacking on to the side of Flatwater. And I think that they work really well together. Um, and then who knows what else might be part of it. That's- Rest Journalism Trust also does something called News Academy, um, which for right now is here in Omaha. Uh, it's a, we're on, what, week five of a 12-week training program for nice. uh, you know adults youngsters, retired folks even, who want to get their feet wet in journalism. We've got college professors that show up. We've got really good teachers, broadcast, radio, written word, uh, interview techniques. It all gets covered. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of what we're up to right now. Very cool. Well, Matt, if you can hang on through this quick break, I want to come back and talk about Flatfest. And I want to talk about an update to your lawsuit uh, with the state of Nebraska uh, that they have appealed. So anyway, folks, please hang on. We'll be back with Matt Wynn, Executive Director at Nebraska Journalism Trust, Flatwater Free Press, after this quick message on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Monday edition of the show. We're glad that you take us along for your ride home or picking up the kiddos or uh, getting dinner ready, whatever you're doing on this fine August evening. We appreciate it very much. Uh, And remember, if you miss anything, you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform when you're mowing the lawn or taking your walk later, whatever you're doing. You can... uh, tune in anytime and uh, and if you miss us there just uh, you can always go to klin.com scroll down on dan parsons page find the episode you're looking for and and hit go that's all you got to do um and coming up uh, after the break at the bottom of the hour after the news uh, we will welcome into the onto the uh, show for the first time uh, daniel gutman uh, director of the brand new uh, law firm at the UNL College of Law, uh, the First Amendment Clinic. And so we're going to talk about that. Actually, Matt Wynn and I uh, saw each other at lunch today with a little lunch and learn out at the college. And Daniel and his uh, team presented uh, uh, to journalists around uh, the state. There was, gosh, I don't know how many people were there, Matt. It was a pretty good, pretty good crowd and talking about this new, uh, this new venture uh, by the College of Law. Uh, to support uh, the First Amendment. So pretty, pretty darn cool deal. No, super important. And no one's more qualified to lead it. Daniel's a pro. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to talk about uh, that in the second half of the show, which relates to, uh, and we are visiting with Matt Wynn. Matt is executive director at Nebraska Journalism Trust, uh, which is uh, the parent uh, company, if you will, parent nonprofit to Flatwater Free Press. (laughs) Uh, And so um, I appreciate, and you know, Matt, I've been a champion of local journalism. And um, now that I, you know, have this microphone in front of me uh you know i i tell our listeners i i went to j school but uh i didn't go to the broadcasting uh, wing of the of the uh college i was in the back with uh, the nerds uh, typing on the uh news releases and and things and uh so anyway I've wow spent, you were the nerd i was yeah so i've spent my <laughs> career uh 
uh, helping journalists do their job because uh, whether it's an elected official I was working for or now in my day job of public relations, helping uh, helping tell stories of our clients. And so anyway, I've I've been a, a fan of journalism for my adult life. And uh, and so anyway, I appreciate very much this model uh, that you are leading uh, the very first nonprofit newsroom uh, in Nebraska, uh, along now with the Nebraska Examiner, which in my opinion, uh, it's going to save journalism in our state and so yeah. on. This is the future. This is the, it's not the future. This is the present, right? Yeah. We don't need to look around too hard to see why this needs to be the case and tried and true across the country. Um, it's just a blast to do this in my home state. I got to be honest with you. It's needed. The time is now, and it's just it's working. Yeah, it is. I mean, you guys are uh, every week. Uh, we have Matthew Hansen on your editor and talk about all the great work that your reporters are doing across the state, and uh, it's important yeah, work, right. and continues to be it's more important. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's do the fun stuff, and then I want to get to this lawsuit and the update. Uh, but you guys are celebrating and, and having a flat fest coming up uh, just next That's week, right. right? Yeah. This well, two weeks from now. Two it's weeks. September fourteenth. Don't scare me like that, Dan. Come on now, I'm, I'm fragile. <laughs> um, no, September fourteenth, that Thursday, we're going to be at the barn in Bennington, which is just going to be perfect. Um, we're going to have about couple hundred of our closest friends come from around the country, honestly. Nice. Uh, and we're just going to spend an evening celebrating Nebraska and journalism and Nebraska journalism. Um, we've got some, some of the, you know, the best journalists in the country actually hail from Nebraska. You've got a great lineup. Wild. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, that makes two of us. That makes a couple hundred of us, really. <laughs> um, we've, got, we've got Jeff Selany, who comes from CNN. We've got uh, Dion Searcy from the New York Times. And we've got Lashara Bunting. Uh, from the Online News Association, and they just had their big celebration last week in Philadelphia. Uh, thousands of journalists from around the world came to Philadelphia to hear Lashara and the, the the organizations that she put together. So that's cool. And it's all, just going to be a bunch of luminaries. It's going to be a blast. And all of those folks, uh, na- national figures in journalism, all have ties to Nebraska. That's right. That's right. Of course they do, right? We're the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Lashera is from Omaha, and Dion Searcy is uh, with the New York Times, is is a Wymore native, and of course, uh, Jeff Zeleny from CNN is from Exeter. So uh, There you go. Very, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, Matt Wynn, uh, Executive Director of Nebraska Journalism Trust, uh, I wanted to dig in because it caught my eye, uh, and, I, and yeah, I've been meaning to invite you on the show now for, gosh, this is, Johnny, four months, right? now. Johnny always has to tell me how long I've been yeah, on the air. Yeah, just about four months. We started like the first part of May. Anyway, Matt, I've been meaning to have you on, but what caught my eye was your your Twitter thread, excuse me, your ex-thread, formerly Twitter, uh, talking about uh, this case that uh, with the state of Nebraska. So we've got a couple minutes before we uh, end this segment, Matt, but maybe give us an update on, on that case. Yes. So the way this works, and, you know, uh, for the record, not an attorney, just a lowly journalist. (laughs) My understanding is probably flawed and and embarrassing. But regardless, as I understand it, we, you know, if you recall, we filed this lawsuit over what we viewed as an illegal interpretation of law. Uh, The state tried to charge us $45,000 roughly for some records. Their reason to charge us that money uh, was a very boring thing that I shouldn't even waste radio time with, but basically they wanted 
rank and file employees to read their own emails and come to some evaluation about whether they legally had to give them up or not, which is wrong. I mean, that's just wrong and stupid and not the way that things have ever been done before. Um, we won that case back in February. Actually, I believe the decision was announced on Valentine's Day. Um, sorry, Mrs. Wynn, I'll do better next year. Um, <laughs> we now, they, they appealed and we've been going through this process. The way it works is they appeal. So we won. They appeal. We get to respond to their appeal and then they get to respond to our response. So their kind of third final word before we go to trial came in last week and it just set me off. And so that thread you're referring to was me kind of heated, um, reading this thing saying, what do you, what is this argument? Why are you saying this? This stuff is just inaccurate. Yeah. I mean, it's just inaccurate. It's an unfair, inaccurate representation of how things have worked for the entirety of my journalism career in Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've ran out of time, Matt. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. This goes so fast. See, if I wouldn't have been uh, uh, bloviating about other things, we could have got into the meat of this. We'll have you back, my friend. We're going to take this uh, news break and be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. We try to do a little bit of that, uh, each of those things, each week here on the Dan Parsons Show. And uh, this is Monday. And typically on Mondays, we have our friends at Flatwater Free Press uh, to talk about the stories they're working on. And uh, and as a new voice from Flatwater today, uh, Matt Wynn, who is executive director of the Nebraska Journalism Trust, uh, kind of the parent nonprofit uh, that oversees uh, Flatwater Free Press. So Matthew Hansen, the editor, we gave Matthew the day off and and the boss man came on. So it was great to have Matt Hansen, or excuse me, Matt Wynn. See, there's too many Matts, uh, and, and, uh, but there's not too many Matts because we need more Matts in journalism. We need more journalists, uh, no matter what their name is. And so anyway, Matt Wynn, uh, thank you so much, Matt, for joining us. And, uh, uh, every Monday you can tune in. And if, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, to their free newsletter, uh, and, and to get all of their news, uh, because the model is they're Nebraska's very first nonprofit journalism, uh, entity newsroom. And so you can sign on, uh, flatwaterfreepress.org and sign up and get, uh, all of their news and read it, uh, for free. Uh, they do take, uh, they don't take subscriptions. They don't charge subscriptions, but the nonprofit model, you can, uh, make a donation if you like, uh, you, but you don't have to. There's no paywall. You can read their news for free, uh, anytime you like. So, uh, and joining me on the phone uh, for this half of the show, I'm really delighted to have uh, Mr. Daniel Gutman, uh, who is the uh, the very first, uh, the inaugural uh, director of the First Amendment Clinic uh, at the University of Nebraska College of Law. Daniel, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'll say now we're really having a Dan good time. <laughs> thanks, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> it's double Dan. Good time. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, Daniel, uh, thank you for the invitation. You guys did a little lunch and learn to uh, in- inform uh, Nebraska journalists uh, from across the state today, both in person and 
and online. So thank you for that uh, kind invitation uh, to that event. And I know Mark Vale from KLIN was also uh, on uh, by Zoom today. And uh, so to kick off uh, this uh, wonderful idea of having a, uh, a First Amendment clinic housed right at our Nebraska College of Law, and uh, as an attorney yourself, uh, you've been chosen to lead that uh, program. And so, first of all, thank you for lunch, and thank you for the uh, information. I know, my goodness, there's a room full of, full of journalists uh, uh, asking some really good questions. And so, anyway, uh, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for uh, kicking off uh, uh, the clinic today at lunch. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming. So uh, give, give our listeners just kind of the um, uh, brief summary of what this uh, new clinic is uh, going to be and, uh, and what the purpose is. Sure. Well, I, I guess the, probably the best place to start is explaining what a legal clinic is. Um, a lot of people have been into walk, walk-in medical clinics where you can come in and, and uh, get medical care you need, and there's trained physicians there, and there's also students there learning the profession. And uh, a legal clinic is similar, right? It's a, a legal clinic is a law firm that is housed within a law school. Um, so a couple, few months ago, uh, the Stanton Foundation, which is a national group, uh, they, they had identified a few law schools throughout the country where they wanted to house a First Amendment clinic. And they approached the University of Nebraska College of Law, and um, the, the college said yes. And uh, as a result of that, we, you know, we're formally announcing it today and tomorrow, are going to be housing a law firm within the law college, within the clinical programs, that focuses exclusively on First Amendment law. And what that means is that um, people, anybody in Nebraska, whether they're a journalist or, you know, uh, an advocate or a religious, you know, person who's trying to express their their views Mm -hmm. on things, whatever it might be, they now have a law firm within the law school that they can contact. And if if they believe that their rights have been violated or impeded, um, they can consult with us and, and myself and my uh, co-director Sydney Hayes will be working with eight students a semester um, to help vindicate those First Amendment rights. That's so cool, and and it's a free service. Uh, people don't have to pay for those services because again, you got this wonderful grant from this national group, and uh, uh, and so yeah, I, I just as I told Matt Wynn uh, a few minutes ago, uh, I you know I've. A, I'm not an attorney, and I'm not, uh, I guess I am now a journalist uh, the last four months on this radio show, but I did go to journalism school uh, at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, so I'm a trained journalist, and I've spent my career uh, prior to the past, uh, prior to forming my public relations company, I worked in federal government, I worked in state government, and so I was on the other end of that equation, if you will, and uh, actually spent six years in the attorney general's office. Again, don't have a law degree, but uh, it was my job to help tell those stories to the public, uh, to help discern what what all those lawyers said in briefs and in lawsuits and 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 such. And um, and so anyway, I've got that unique experience, and now uh, as a member of the of the media, uh, to tell these stories. And I just think uh, there's no more. Uh, one of the most important things in our society is to hold 
people in power accountable, whether that's in government uh, or other places. And uh, so to be able to have uh, this clinic and the University of Nebraska School of Law uh, lead this effort uh, on behalf of uh, free speech and the First Amendment, I, it's a dang big deal for the state. So thank you for uh, for your work. It's just starting. <laughs> yeah, we're thrilled. We are thrilled. And and as you said, your uh, assistant director Sydney Hayes is delightful to meet Sydney today. And uh, and just for our for our listeners, uh, you've spent uh, years in private practice uh, litigating uh, constitutional claims, uh, election law matters, uh, commercial uh, claims before joining the uh, UNL College of Law uh, faculty and. Uh, and uh, your assistant director, uh, Sidney Hayes, also has uh, experience in litigation uh, involving some pretty complex constitutional issues, uh, both business uh, and other places. And you're both are graduates from Nebraska law. So it uh, seemed very fitting. And for our listeners who have tuned in and heard uh, Richard Moberly, the dean of the UNL College of Law, uh, on the show. And so we've recruited uh, Dean Moberly to come on and talk about the Trump trials from time to time in a, in a fashion that, that doesn't involve the, uh, uh, the shouting and the uh, hysterics of uh, some of the things you find on cable TV networks. But uh, anyway, so we, we really appreciate this partnership with uh, with the College of Law, and uh, like I said, I've uh, <clears throat> secretly always wanted to be <laughs> in law, and so you're helping me fulfill my uh, uh, my law school uh, desires, uh, Daniel, for uh, uh, for the work that you're doing. But it is important. I mean, there's and and that room of journalists was filled with uh, good questions and ideas uh, for you guys moving forward. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one other thing I'd just add that I'm, I'm really proud of with this clinic and um, the partnership that both Sydney and I have is, you know, it, it goes without saying that we live in very divided political times. And um, one, one of our core principles with this clinic is that we are tr- what, we, what we refer to as true First Amendment believers. And that means, you know, we believe in the freedom of speech and religion and petition and assembly. Yeah, um, regardless of the political outcome of the case. Right. And um, Sydney and I both have a lot of litigation experience. We've, we've uh, litigated on, uh, for both of the political parties on much different ideological issues. And um, it was important that we had a clinic staffed by people that have been on kind of, for, for lack of a better word, but both sides of the political aisle. Yes. Um, because this is not a, you know, that this, like I said, we're, we're true First Amendment believers and we're excited to litigate cases about the First Amendment, even if we don't always believe in, in the particular statement being said or issue being pushed, uh, the, the First Amendment applies uh, equally and that, that's important to us. Well, uh, absolutely, <clears throat> Daniel. We're visiting with Daniel Gutman, the uh, director of uh, the brand new uh, First Amendment clinic at the University of Nebraska College of Law, and uh, yeah, and that came through in your <clears throat> in your presentation today. That because uh, there were there were journalists representing uh, different uh, ideas. Well, I, I'm sorry, different story ideas uh, and challenges that they've uh, been exposed to here in Nebraska in, in recent times. And and yeah, they ran the ga- the gamut from. Uh, from the political spectrum. And so, yeah, there's not going to be a political uh, 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 
bent to any of this uh, or favoritism. And, and again, that's uh, hopefully what we're trying to accomplish on this show is, um, you know, let, let's set aside the partisan politics and, and let's get down to things that are important. And there's frankly not many things more important than the, than our Constitution and, and upholding those rights that we have uh, in the First Amendment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they... Uh, um, one of the cases uh, that was talked about today uh, uh, was the case that uh, uh, that Matt Wynn and Flatwater Free Press have uh, have brought against the state, and uh, uh, and so maybe after this break we can maybe talk about that a little bit, and maybe some other examples of cases that uh, that may come before you uh, in this new um, First Amendment clinic uh, law school uh, at the UNL. Uh, College of Law. So we'll take this quick break and we'll be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday edition of the show. We're thankful that you would choose to take us along for your ride home or if you're getting dinner ready or picking up the kiddos, whatever you're doing on this fine Monday, August evening. We're just thankful that you would take us along. And remember, if you miss anything, you can always catch us on the, your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like. Or just go to KLIN.com and scroll down on Dan Parsons' page and find the episode you're looking for. Um, well, we're visiting with Daniel Gutman, an attorney uh, and, and also the very first director of the First Amendment Clinic at the UNL College of Law. Uh, along with his uh, assistant director, Sidney Hayes, they are kicking off this new project at the UNL College of Law. The clinic will support uh, First Amendment rights uh, by focusing on local and regional cases concerning freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of assembly, uh, all of those wonderful rights that we're giving under our, given under our Constitution. And uh, they're going to choose eight students uh, in their third year of law school. Uh, and Daniel, uh, to, to uh, help with these cases as they choose them, um, uh, they will offer to third-year law students, uh, school students uh, in the spring of uh, 2024 uh, but you're already uh, seeking uh, clients, Daniel. And I had a call uh, during the break, a, a really good question. Uh, how do these third-year law school students, since they haven't graduated yet, uh, how how does that work in litigating uh, those cases? Sure. So we are actually one of several clinics within the University of Nebraska College of Law. So there are several different issue areas that the clinics represent. And um, there's a senior certification process in which third-year law students can um, um, show up in court, can file things in court, appear in court, and they do it with the supervision of a practicing attorney under their bar license. So um, we don't necessarily, you know, hand them over the case and say, have fun. (laughs) We'll be supervising the whole time and we'll be with them the whole time as they learn the process. But through the senior certification process, they are able to... um, you know, essentially be lawyers. 
Nice, nice. And as you said at the at the lunch and learn today, there's a a space at the at the law school that uh, it's just like a law a law firm. And uh, these students that uh, uh, once they're chosen and and uh, get acclimated to the uh, to the law firm, if you will, uh, that'll be. I just think that's a, a tremendous experience uh, for those third year law school students, and and what a benefit for the state of Nebraska. And we talked about this uh, before, and I've talked about it on the show here before of just how important. Uh, some of these issues are to uh, hold people uh, in authority uh, accountable. And, uh, you know, the, the case that Flatwater is bringing against uh, the state of Nebraska with, uh, with open records, and there's been, uh, you know, a controversy uh, with the governor's office recently, uh, just a week or so ago, about uh, withholding, uh, again, public records and information. And um, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if we maybe see that litigated, maybe, if, if things don't... Uh, Turn around, but and again, we've we've had guests here on the show, uh, and and some state senators that are concerned with uh, how some of Nebraska's laws are written, and and maybe they need to be updated. Um, and but before they can be updated, um, you know, we settle those things as we do in in this country. We settle those differences of opinion, differences of law. Uh, in a court of law, and so uh, maybe just give our listeners, Daniel, uh, maybe some examples, and if you have current, well, maybe we could use uh, the Flatwater Free Press uh, uh, story as an example, and if I may, uh, you are, in your in your day job as an attorney, you are representing Flatwater in that case, so obviously you're very familiar with it, so uh, maybe just use that as an example of some of the cases that may come before uh, your new clinic at, uh, you know, the School of Law. Sure. Um, oftentimes, clinical professors um, often, you know, also have law practices, you know, part time, and and so the the law schools will look for practicing attorneys to to come in and partner that with them on the clinical side, and that's what I do. I have a small law firm um, that focuses on different election and transparency issues, government transparency issues, and I represent Flatwater Free Press on that side, on my law firm side. And, you know, it's a, it's a pretty straightforward dispute in the sense that it, it is a fight over what the government can charge for providing public records to the public. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sure you discussed in your last segment, um, the, the state in this example um, is trying to charge $45,000 as an upfront cost. It's a uh, it's a condition on receiving documents. You don't receive the documents until you pay the money. Um, and they're citing a statute that they say allows them to charge that cost. And we, you know, read the statute and did our research. And we came to the conclusion that the statute just doesn't authorize the type of, uh, of fees that they were assessing. And um, a, a district court judge in Lancaster County agreed with us and uh, ordered them to issue a new cost estimate. And, and that now is, is on appeal, and, and we'll see what the Nebraska appellate courts say about that. But that is, you know, there's, there's public records are certainly relevant to the First Amendment. Um, they are relevant to access to information that allows us to speak and petition our government. Um, they're what I think of as First Amendment adjacent, so they're not kind of the core First Amendment issue, the freedom of speech and religion and petition, um, but it's certainly relevant to them. And so switching back over to the clinical side, 
Um, we anticipate that public records will be a small part of the clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also really want to focus on what we think of as core First Amendment issues. And, and um, you know, those might be uh, when a legislative session gears back up, what are people's ability to speak and petition their government mm-hmm. and hold signs and rally and, um, you know, those kind of issues? What what are local school boards doing to yes. censor parents on any range of issues? Um, you know, are, are parents able to get the information that they need um, to make decisions about, about their children's education? There's, there's a whole kind of host of information. But, but the bottom line is this. When the government opens up a forum for the public, um, the First Amendment applies. And um, the freedom of speech applies and we can't be the government can't kind of pick winners and losers in that field. And so those are the types of cases that we'll be looking for. Before we uh, run out of time here, Daniel, we're visiting with Daniel Gutman, the director of the brand new law firm at the UNL College of Law, uh, the First Amendment Clinic. How can our listeners find out more about the clinic and uh, uh, at the university? Yes, I, I encourage everyone. Um, we, we do have a brand new website up. It's, it's just hosted on the University of Nebraska College of Law website, but it's law.unl.edu backslash FA slash clinic, First Amendment clinic. So one more time, quick, law.unl.edu backslash FA slash clinic. Very good. And we have a we have a form on there that people can fill out if they want to meet with us and talk about possible issues. Excellent. We're out of time. Daniel, thank you so much. Folks, that's the show. Uh, stay tuned for news on 1499.3 KLIN.